1: We are very much uh, committed to. Uh, but the actual list uh, that goes with it, that's something that we're uh, consulting on right now because we understand uh, that there are concerns by you know, hunters and, and farmers that we're going after their shotguns and rifles. We are not. Uh, and that's what we're going to make sure uh, with uh, fine-tuning of the legislation. Okay, so that was this morning. The Prime Minister says
0: they are fine-tuning the legislation. C-21 is the legislation in question here. So they're twisting themselves into a weird pretzel. So the the amendments that have expanded the definition of assault-style weapon, that's why we're at the point where we're at, where the list of guns to be banned has expanded dramatically and includes many hunting rifles and shotguns. You've got a couple of liberal MPs, both from the north, from the Yukon and from northwest territories, who have come out against this for that reason. So the prime minister is saying we're going to stick with the definition, but it's the list we're looking at. So in other words, we're going to take firearms that meet the definition that we've established for assault-style weapon, but we're going to recognize that they are hunting rifles and they won't be banned. So somehow they are both. These firearms are both assault-style weapons and hunting rifles. Does that make any sense? No, a lot of this makes no sense at all. At least they're not gaslighting us anymore. I mean, for weeks, the government was insisting that uh, C-21 did not ban hunting rifles and shotguns, despite the obvious evidence of the contrary. So now they've sort of shifted and saying it's not our intent to do that. And we're looking at this, we're fine-tuning this, we're talking, etc. One interesting uh, piece in the National Post today on just how confusing this is, that it's either due to incompetence or just flat-out cynicism, More NationalPost.com. Joining us on the line here this morning is the author of that piece, Andre Pratt, is a Canadian journalist, a former senator himself. Mr. Pratt, great to have you with us here today. Welcome to the program.
2: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, so um, you say yeah, it's either incompetence or or cynicism. Maybe it's a bit of both. I I don't know. Where, where, Where do you come down, first of all?
2: Well, first, I think it's important to understand. Uh, you know, legislation usually is is the result of uh, a long work, a long process, which involves a lot of consultation with the stakeholders. Yeah. And usually, you end up with a bill where there is some fine-tuning, but most of the, you know, the work, uh, the grinding work has been done. In this particular case, the government comes up with a bill, and then suddenly. I mean, to everyone's surprise, they come up with, you know, 500 pages of amendments, very technical amendments, lists of weapons, new definition, and so on. I mean, and they're now saying, well, we'll consult with, we're now consulting with Canadians. That's not the way legislation works. This is a last-minute amendment that surprised everyone, and which consequences are very difficult to understand because, as you said earlier, this is very technical. What separates a so-called assault weapon from a hunting weapon, is not really clear, and the definition is very technical. It's not clear what it means exactly, and the list obviously uh, contains, uh, you know, some some firearms that are hunting weapons that are used for hunting. So there's a lot of confusion, and either the the government really wants us to be confused, or. Or they're incompetent. It's 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 either. Of, right. Or maybe, as you said, a little bit of both.
0: Right. And you, you've seen this from the inside. I mean, as you note in your piece, uh, when you were in the Senate, you sponsored uh, Bill C-71, which was uh, gun control legislation that the liberals had tabled, uh, I think, about four years ago. Um, So, you know, and and there's a place, I think, for sensible gun regulation. I think Canadians generally support sensible gun regulation. and, And I think there's probably good politics here for the Liberals, but have they overplayed their hand? Have they gone back to this too many times?
2: Well, I think the you know the fact that the prime minister then now says that they need to consult more and they they're willing to adjust the list and so on indicates that they're backtracking, right? They're obviously realizing that they they went too far with the with those amendments, and uh, so it's an indication that they're worried about the political cost of of going in that direction. But my problem really with all this is that we know and the government knows that this is a very sensitive issue sure. both for people who are let's call them pro guns and and people who are for a very stringent uh, gun control regime so it's it's a sensitive issue it's an emotive issue and therefore the government needs to proceed with uh, caution and in this in the case of bill c21 they did exactly the reverse right and so that's my problem with it is you need to move cautiously especially in, in those areas, and uh, you know, last-minute changes to, to legislation usually produce very bad results. And we, I, I, when I was in the Senate, I saw this time and time again. The government comes up with last-minute amendments, and usually it, it doesn't give us enough time, parliamentarians enough time to study, and it produces bad legislation.
0: Right, and maybe that's the, the point we've got to here. And, and you alluded to it, and you write about it in your piece. I mean, consultation matters, but generally it goes the other way around, right? It's the consultation and then the legislation, not, not the other way around.
2: Yeah, exactly, and especially in a very technical subject like this one, uh, you need to know not only the technical aspects of firearms, but how they are used, how they are used by hunters, by uh, big game hunters, by indigenous hunters. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a complex matter that does require consultation, not only for the definition of what is called assault weapons, but also for the list. If you decide to produce a 578 page list, you need to consult to make sure that what we're seeing now it doesn't happen. What we're seeing now is many hunters see their firearm or firearms on this list, and they wonder, wow, if the bill is passed, am I becoming a criminal because I have one of those guns? And do, have, do I have to give up the guns to the government, or will they buy it from me, and what will I buy in return? So this should happen at the consultation phase so that it prevents you know silly mistakes like what we're seeing in this list today.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting to see. I mean, you know, there's a couple of Liberal MPs who have criticized this. The NDP and the Bloc, who were both initially supportive of this legislation, they're they're raising some questions. Um, so this seems to be different than the typical debate where you know the Conservatives are against it, the Liberals are for it, and and you just you know a lot of it's predictable. But this is unfolding a little differently. What do you make of of that side of it?
2: Well, I mean, it, it's it's you know all the parties have this difficulty with with gun control. They have uh, urban voters, supporters, who are usually in favour of more stringent gun control, and they have rural voters who are usually for less gun control because they're using every day, they're using firearms for either their own protection or for hunting purposes. So, uh, you know, all parties are in a div- difficult spot when it comes to, to gun control. In this particular case, what happened is that the, liber- the Liberals the Liberal members and NDP and Bloc members of Parliament were taken by surprise by those amendments. They didn't know about them. And obviously, they're, you know, they they can hear the reaction from their rural voters. People are angry about this. Uh, I mean, even Carey Price is angry about yeah. this. And, and so they see that there will be a political cost for them if these amendments uh, go through. So I think this is far from over. Uh, There will be a lot of pressure on the government to push forward amendments to amend the amendments. And then this will go to the Senate, and there will be a lot of pressure on the Senate to do what it's supposed to do, which is look at legislation legislation in a nonpartisan manner and try to correct the mistakes that the government made.
0: Well, we'll see where it all goes from here. Your latest, as mentioned, is up at NationalPost.com. Andre, thank you so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it.
2: Thanks for inviting me. Not Bye. The best.
0: Andre Pratt, uh, journalist, a former senator, his latest uh, up at NationalPost.com, looking at uh, how we got into this mess here, how the liberals got themselves into this mess, and how they're going to uh, get themselves out of it. Let me play for you the longer clip here from the prime minister today. So the, the fine line they're trying to walk here in insisting that the legislation is fine. But acknowledging that there are problems, or that there could be problems, or that there could be some concerns. So are you going to change the wording of the legislation? Are you going to get rid of these amendments that caused this problem in the first place? I mean, is the whole bill rotten? I think it probably is. So here was the, the longer answer today from the prime minister.
1: Let me be very, very clear on this. We are moving forward on a ban on assault style weapons. We did that two years ago. We're now enshrining it into law and ensuring uh, that going forward all assault style weapons that might be sold in Canada will not be sold in Canada. And for that we have to establish uh, a definition because we know uh, gun makers keep creating new variations to try and get around uh, a list that we've put forward. So the main part of it is uh, a set of definitions of what characterizes an assault style weapon the kinds of weapons that are used to kill the largest number of people as quickly as possible now Part of that process is establishing a list of guns that are already in Canada that fall on that side of the assault-style weapon. Now, our challenge is that there are many guns uh, that people use for hunting and and you know sport shooting uh, that may or may not fall on one side of the definition of the other. So what we're looking at right now is uh, where to make sure that that line is right. To keep communities safe, to ban military-style assault weapons, and to ensure that we're not going after shotguns and rifles that are primarily used for hunting. It's it's a complex issue. It's made more challenging by the fact that the Conservative Party is in the pockets of the gun lobby and trying to uh, spread disinformation and scare everyone as much as possible. We are focused on going after certain guns that have no place in Canada and we are not going after shotguns and rifles and that is is the work that is going on right now to look at that list in the uh, in the amendment that we put forward? But we will continue to move forward uh, with our commitment on banning. that? <inaudible> <inaudible> uh, no, the definition is something that we are. Uh, we are very much uh, committed to. Uh, but the actual list uh, that goes with it, that's something that we're uh, consulting on right now because we understand uh, that there are concerns by you know, hunters and, and farmers that we're going after their shotguns and rifles. We are not. Uh, and that's what we're going to make sure uh, with uh, fine tuning of the legislation.
0: OK, so that was the, the twisted pretzel I mentioned earlier. I don't know how you get yourself out of this, jam if that's, if that's the way you want to approach it. It was asked specifically, are you reconsidering the definition? No. Okay, so look, there was no definition to begin with in terms of what constitutes an assault style weapon. It's a meaningless term. I think that's the starting point we all need to understand here. It doesn't mean anything. When the prime minister talks about firearms that can kill the greatest number of people in the quickest amount of time, that's meaningless. We're not talking about machine guns. Machine guns are illegal. The idea of, you know, having a machine gun with, you know, the, the bullets across your shoulder, right, like Rambo or something. Like, come on. That's not legal. Nothing even close to that is legal in this country. So get that off the table. A semi-automatic rifle, all semi-automatic rifles fire the same way. You click the trigger, you squeeze the trigger, and it shoots, and then you do it again, and it shoots again. That's what that semi-automatic means. But they all fire at the same rate. We're not talking about firearms that that shoot more quickly than others. And all of those rifles are legally limited to five-round magazines. So when he talks about that, it, it has no meaning in Canadian law in any sense. Anyway, so... What happened is the bill was amended to try to better define what an assault-style weapon is. And in doing so, it encompassed hundreds of additional firearms, including hunting rifles and shotguns. So the prime minister is trying to say, we're going to keep that definition, but we're going to try to make sure that hunting rifles are not included. How do you do that? Look, if there were a meaningful definition of assault-style weapon, this would not be an issue. You wouldn't have hunting rifles caught up in a definition, but you do. So the government's tried to argue that even though these firearms meet our definition of assault-style weapon, we are not going to ban them. Why? If it meets the definition of an assault-style weapon, then isn't it an assault-style weapon? Is it both? Is it neither? Like, how does that even work? So that's where things are on C-21.